Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there and keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage. Simple, affordable, reliable. This is Optimal Finance Daily, Episode 225. Why is the general population financially illiterate? By Kalen Bruce of MoneyMiniBlog.com. And I am your host and narrator, Dan. Welcome, everyone, to this Friday edition. We are here every Monday through Friday, reading to you from some of the best personal finance blogs on the planet. If you've got a topic request for us, share it at oldpodcast.com. And because it's Friday, I'm going to keep this nice and short for you. But if you do enjoy the show, we ask that you please listen all the way through to the end today. For now, let's hear today's post as we optimize your life. Why is the general population financially illiterate? By Kaylin Bruce of MoneyMiniBlog.com. It's no secret that most people don't know how to handle money. Personal finance is one of the primary categories of blogs on the internet today, and that's because it's needed. It's highly needed. And most people don't even know where to start. People don't understand things like the stock market, mutual funds, index funds, or compound interest in general. The average person doesn't keep a budget, and they overspend on a daily basis. I know you don't do that, but you may still be wondering why personal finance isn't taught in schools and why most people don't have a clue when it comes to money. Here's some insight. A wrong view of wealth. Let's start with the paradigm that people see money through. It's often assumed that people with big houses and nice cars are wealthy, but that's usually not the case. If you've read books like The Millionaire Next Door, you know that the average millionaire doesn't live a fancy life. Though some do live in luxury, most understand that having expensive houses, cars, and toys means paying a lot for upkeep, and most importantly, they understand that they shouldn't spend a lot of money on things that lose value. People assume that doctors, lawyers, and other high-paid career fields lead to wealth and a knowledge of finances, also not the case. We've all heard about how many professional athletes are filing for bankruptcy within a few years of retiring, but that's to be expected, right? They're in a profession that's known for living a luxurious lifestyle and spending a lot of money. Doctors, however, are in a professional role and they went through a lot of school, so they should know how to handle money, right? Not really. Sanj Katyal, MD, explains that while doctors make a lot of money, many of them struggle financially. Why? Well, it comes down to two words, financial literacy. I've said it before, but it's worth repeating. If you make a million dollars a year and spend a million dollars a year, you're still broke. No matter the profession, people just aren't being taught financial literacy. And why is that? Great question. But unfortunately, nobody knows the true answer. Why isn't financial literacy taught in schools? It's easy to say financial literacy should be taught in schools, and I think that it should be, but there may be a bigger reason why it isn't. Is it because the government needs a certain amount of people to be in each class, a certain amount of bosses, and a certain amount of worker bees? Maybe, but that topic is far too long for a mini-blog. Is it because the government doesn't know how to handle money? That's part of it. It's obvious that the U.S. government has no business teaching anyone how to handle money. It could be because money is a taboo subject. It could be because people are expected to teach it in the home. There are a thousand could-bes. 
We could dive deep into conspiracy theoryville, but for the sake of practicality, let's keep this simple. In a Time article, Dan Cadillac points out a few good reasons why financial literacy isn't taught in schools. Only one in five teachers feels qualified to lead a personal finance class, according to a University of Wisconsin study. So we don't have enough instructors. Personal finance concepts are not part of standardized tests like the SAT or ACT. As the saying goes in education circles, if it's not tested, it's not taught. Education is run at the state level, so there is no federal authority to mandate personal finance classes, and each state has its own ideas on how to go about it. There is little academic agreement as to what kind of personal finance instruction works. Many educators are waiting for clarity before they sign on. So there's at least part of the cold hard truth. I honestly feel like we have made progress. With the amount of books, blogs, and teaching on financial literacy today, it's relatively easy to educate yourself. It's obvious that we can't rely on someone else to provide this education, so we must educate ourselves and our family on financial literacy. Why we must take action. The schools aren't teaching financial literacy. If they ever decide to start teaching it, think about how long it will be before the curriculum is really effective. I can see the first class now. How to increase your credit card limit. God help us. It starts with you, with me. It starts with you and I taking action and educating. Educating ourselves first and our family next. Then, who knows, you may decide to start a finance blog. If you feel like you still have some things to learn, start reading some great finance books. Learn the basics of budgeting, saving, and investing. Figure out the good and the bad side of credit cards. If you're already a step ahead on financial literacy, keep going and start thinking about teaching others. It's up to us to reach as many people as we can, and it starts with you making the decision to learn, and you're in the right place. You just listened to the post titled, Why is the General Population Financially Illiterate? by Kaylin Bruce of moneyminiblog.com. If you've been using Mint to manage your finances, I've got some bad news. Mint is shutting down. But now for the good news. There's a better alternative. Our sponsor, Monarch Money. Mint users are turning to Monarch Money and loving it. Maybe you're saving for a down payment, a wedding, a dream vacation, your kid's college. I found that Monarch makes it so easy to help you reach your financial goals, whatever they are. I definitely wouldn't be able to allocate my finances or plan as clearly without help from Monarch. In fact, Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all of your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash OFD. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash OFD for your extended 30-day free trial. Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage Shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there and keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage, simple, affordable, reliable. 
And if you have any comments about today's post or if you want to share what you think about financial illiteracy, you can comment on this episode at oldpodcast.com or find the link to the original article there as well. And now before we head off for the weekend, we could really use your support to help keep these podcasts alive and well. We have a page set up over at oldpodcast.com support that lists a bunch of simple things you can do to help. When you have a moment, please do come by and check it out. We'd greatly appreciate it. Again, that's at oldpodcast.com support. And that's another week of Optimal Finance Daily in the books. I'll be back with more posts for you next week. So have a great weekend and I'll catch you on Monday where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this podcast, but also Optimal Living Daily, the show where I read to you from even more blogs covering finance, productivity, minimalism, personal development, and more from incredible bloggers like Derek Sivers, Zen Habits, Mark and Angel, The Minimalists, and all the ones you hear on this show too. So if you enjoyed today's episode and like taking amazing blogs on the go, come on over to Optimal Living Daily and subscribe to that one too. And together, we'll start optimizing your life. You've been listening to Optimal Finance Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.